0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Artists on Artist. This is the Glass Tire podcast, where we have one-on-one discussions with artists around the state. I'm William Saradet, assistant editor of Glass Tire. And today I'm sitting down with local Dallas artist, Will Heron to discuss his recent exhibitions, his curatorial work, as well as his ongoing role as a liaison for Meow Wolf's upcoming project in Grapevine. Hi, Will. Would you do the honors of introducing yourself for me today?
1: So my name is Will Heron. Uh In the streets, I also go by Warren. Uh, born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Studio here in Tin District of West Dallas. And I'm a muralist, artist, ex-art teacher, curator of murals, and now artist liaison for Meow Wolf Grapevine.
0: I was thinking of artists to talk to in the recent weeks, um, and I think that you came up in my mind because your name comes up just a lot all the time in general. You're always doing a lot of different kinds of things, um, like you're firmly an artist. You do outdoor work, you know, which is a little different from the stuff that's kind of circulating in galleries or in museums. but. Also, you're working on this big, massive project to uh, help be the liaison for Meow Wolf coming to Grapevine? Yep. Um, Yeah, I just... We haven't sat down and and talked about uh, Meow Wolf or what you're doing with Meow Wolf. And I was just so curious if you had any any tales of how it became and, and how it's been going.
1: Totally. So uh, I was hired on from Yow Wolf uh, in April of this year. Uh, but they have been doing research and excited to come to North Texas for a few years now. So I want to say they started their artist research back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely when I got on their radar as a muralist and artist here in North Texas. Um, just through connections with other sculptor mural artist friends. Mm-hmm. And then they For each city they go to, they've opened three permanent exhibits. Grapevine will be the fourth. And for each city they go to Vegas, Denver, and their OG1 in Santa Fe. They have one artist on the Meow Wolf team who is their liaison for the community neighborhood city. Um, And so they were looking at a few of us here in DFW region. and I think you know I fit the I fit the bill because not only do I make art work with artists, um, but a huge part of my work is also doing community activism. Um, I I work on the Art Walk West. We've been doing free public art walk here in West Dallas for the last eight years.
0: Yeah, so Art Walk West is an annual okay. event. Yep, annual event. More than I've been a couple times, I believe, and it happens uh, not far from where we're sitting right now. It's Off of Fabrication Street um, and that's just like one street back from Singleton from Singleton and and yeah it's just a, a one big day there's kind of like a at this point there's kind of like a twin component to it there's Like a large mural festival?
1: So we call it Wild West Mural Fest, and we started that five years ago. So Mm -hmm. after three years of the art walk, I was like, how can we get, as a public artist myself, how can we get more public-facing artwork outside of galleries and studio spaces, but still be a part of this kind of West Dallas creative movement? Uh, And we started doing the Mural Fest back uh, in 2018. And now we'll be going on year five of the Mural Fest, year eight of the Art Walk. Um, we've added over 70 murals to West Dallas over the past five years. Um, so again, it was just another opportunity to flex my muscle as this curator, connector, public art person, um, and you know, finding opportunities for a lot of my mural friends. Um, and then this married really nicely with Meow Wolf and a ton of the murals we've added to the West Dallas streets. A lot of these muralists are now some of our collaborating artists for the Meow Wolf Grapevine project that's coming up.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. And it's kind of what I was going to point out next, which is that um, your career in Dallas as an independent artist has been going on for, I would just estimate over a decade based on how long I've known your work.
1: Yep. I say I took on the name Warren or Will Heron uh, back in 2012. So we're going on about a decade of this singular body of black and white cactus-y public-facing artwork for sure.
0: Right. So when I learned that you were the liaison for the grapevine location of Meow Wolf, I thought that makes sense because um, between your work and a lot of the people you collaborate with, muralists, um, other studio artists in the Tin District. I imagine you probably know fabricators, people working in sculpture, people that are um, multidisciplinary, people that are, as I mentioned earlier at the top of this discussion, people that are used to installing work that's outdoors. And we all know that comes with a certain set of problems and endurances that the work is gonna have to uh, take on, being in the sun and, and the rain and the cold. So. Um, being a liaison for North Texas, finding finding people, finding artists to participate at Meow Wolf's Great fine location, um, you're a great fit for that. And it's cool to see that Meow Wolf has taken an interest in putting up a spot in North Texas.
1: Totally, it's been a blast so far and I, just, I can't wait for the exhibit to open next year and get a show off. We're gonna have about 30 collaborating Texas artists that all get to really, dive deep into their practices but still let it be part of this meow wolf universe so it's just going to be super cool do
0: you know the square footage do you know the size
1: i don't know the square footage but it is huge you know multi-story inside this space at the mall so we're going to be at grapevine mills mall the old bed bath and beyond Um, and they're in the process right now of fully outfitting the winding stairwells and crazy hallways that if people who are fans of Meow Wolf know, there's all these little pockets and closets and fireplaces and washing machines that you can crawl through to get to these different spaces. So that's what they're building out now before all the artists come in and add their magic to the space.
0: Is this like a day-to-day responsibility or are you kind of reporting back weekly or monthly
1: So yeah, it is a daily, uh, right now I'm a part-time employee of Meow Wolf. Um, When we're on-site building the exhibit, I'll be full-time helping them out, making sure all of our artist needs are being met and our Santa Fe Meow Wolf team needs are being met. Um, And then once the exhibit opens, that's when I'll move back to a a part-time role and really just liaisoning between the company in Santa Fe and all our people here in North Texas.
0: Meow Wolf generates a lot of interest and a lot of... I'll be cliche and use the word hype, because they, even to this day, years into the experiment, I'm using air quotes, um, it feels like they've been able to create a franchise art experience system, but still the, the construction of each show, it's not cookie cutter, it's not fabricated out in China and shipped over here, it's like, it's kind of grassroots Absolutely. feeling and looking. Um, how do you think that the North Texas artists are have been prepared for that, or have they have the North Texas artists selected? Uh, have they had to be briefed on anything? I'm, I'm just wondering how the North Texas artists are meshing with the Meow Wolf
1: culture. Totally. So I think Meow Wolf, for those who know its histories, is very DIY, rebellious in their roots of small collective of really creative people wanting to make this thing a reality. Um, And I think they've done a great job of as they move to these new cities, as they move to Denver and Vegas and now North Texas, soon to be Houston after our Grapevine One opens, um, it's not just about how do they bring those rebellious DIY installation-based vibes to the space, but how can they also mesh with the creative communities that already exist? They're not looking at stomping out the creatives and artists that are doing the thing in those cities. They really want it to feel like a marriage between what they hope to accomplish in their exhibits and what already exists in that community. So just taking, for example, the Texas exhibits that'll be opening in 2023 up here and 2024 down in Houston, um, even in the same state, those projects might feel different depending on what those art communities have to provide the installations they're going to be putting up uh all while still feeling very weird unexpected exploratory which has become the you know backbone of what meow wolf is as an installation art company
0: i think something that's something that's coming up in my mind while we're talking about this is maybe (laughs) maybe we can relate on uh the sheer scale and size of wrangling artists for a project that uh, the Meow Wolf grapevine installation will be one location located in North Texas, but Meow Wolf as a larger entity is going to have this quality of like different communities splintered across the map of the U.S. Um, and I just, I'm just imagining you're driving or flying or traveling and communicating with tons and tons of people and it just kind of makes me think of uh glass tire glass tires mission to cover texas and just show as much art and artists and artwork and art lives across the state as you can and it's a
1: massive state (laughs) there's
0: so many different communities
1: totally It definitely was something that was considered for both of our Texas projects with Meow Wolf coming up. So uh, we do, we call them collaborating artists. So those are artists who are collaborating with Meow Wolf that don't necessarily work directly for Meow Wolf. And we really want them to represent the area. Um, So if you look at Grapevine, um, a lot of these are DFW based artists. But DFW is such a huge swath of artists in and of itself. So we have artists coming from Dallas, Tin District, Deep Elm, The Cedars. We have artists coming from Fort Worth, Denton, Arlington. Um, and then even for the Grapevine Project, I believe we have a, an El Paso video game designer we're working with. So somebody all the way out West. We have a Houston muralist, an Austin muralist. So we really do want it to feel representative of the super diverse state. And mutually for Houston, you know, we're not just looking at Houston area, but we're looking at Galveston, Corpus Christi, South Texas, the border, and how can these two exhibits in Texas show off all the talent we have here?
0: I want to get to um, this exhibition that we're sitting in right here, because it represents uh, some of the stuff we're already talking about, and also things that are a little more specific to you, like where your work is developing, Um, where it's going, what it looks like now versus a couple years ago, ten years ago totally but uh, right before that I guess I just want to ask like um, I knew talking to you would be interesting and insightful because of your interdisciplinary skill set and also this like really awesome opportunity to work with Mm Wolf within a North Texas context which sounds like a lot of people's dream Mm -hmm. Um, for someone who would jump at the opportunity to be a liaison, or collaborating, coordinating for an installation exhibition project akin to this type of work? Do you have any um, advice or any, like, what, what can somebody do to make themselves be more attractive?
1: I mean, I'm of the mindset, if you want something, if you're curious about creating something, do it. Like... Put yourself out there. Uh, I always tell people my one of my big reasons I think I'm currently successful is I have failed a ton. And a, a lot of that failure has been good learning processes. Um, but put yourself out there. So like Meow Wolf was super interesting to me since they opened, since they were a collective in 2008, before they opened the permanent exhibit and I think it was like 2016-ish. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was super inspired by what they were doing. Um, And here in West Dallas, I rented out a studio house on Fabrication Street, and me and some friends, we had Drigo, we had uh, Shamsie, Dan Lamb, just a bunch of local art friends were, you know, outfitting this house as a installation-y exhibit. So in no way were we trying to be Meow Wolf, but rather than daydreaming of how we could be in Santa Fe someday, we were like, let's, you know, let's do our thing here, let's install a house, let's invite people out to see an immersive exhibit of local Dallas people. Um, And we ran that house, it was called The Platform, uh, 2015, 2016, learned a lot, failed a lot, but I definitely don't think I would be in a place uh, in 2022 to be hired by Meow Wolf if I hadn't have had that experience. Working with local artists and, and curating weird spaces in this house for them to to give them the space to dream up something they maybe couldn't do in a gallery space or something they couldn't do in their in their own studio space and still let it be this West Dallas-y public immersive experience. Uh, so really, uh, for any artist who's looking to hook up with Meow Wolf or get involved with Meow Wolf, uh, best thing they can do is be making work and be making work that's true to them. Uh, Meow Wolf is big on authenticity and not hiring artists to do something they think they want, hiring artists to dream big in their own ventures, in their own personal practice, um, and really provide, let's say, budget and expertise to do that at a higher capacity. What does it mean to make an installation that will last five years? What does it mean to make an installation that will be touched and grabbed and pulled by thousands of people weekly, um, which might be very different than what some artists are able to do on their own? That's fire code and that's ADA accessible and all these things that, you know, a lot of times artists maybe aren't thinking about. Uh, But Meow Wolf has this huge team of creative producers um, and basically experts in their field to help make artistic dreams become reality. So here at Cooley Projects,
0: which is the project space of Aaron Cooley Gallery, um, we're on Sylvan and Aaron Cooley's flagship main space is, it's off Manufacturing Street in the Riverbend. Mm-hmm. She actually used to be on Fabrication as Correct. well. Um, I remember that. I remember when Aaron Clukey Gallery opened, um, and now that we're talking about this stuff, I'm realizing that maybe your relationship uh, with Aaron Clooley goes back, you know, a little further than just this <laughs> this
1: exhibition here. Absolutely. So yeah, Aaron actually uh, gave me the opportunity of basically my first big mural opportunity here in Dallas, so it was 2014, and she was hosting an exhibit at her original Aaron Cluley Gallery on, on Fabrication Street called El Mercado, where she was bringing people out in this market-style uh, art show for December, and she hooked me up with Butch, so anybody who knows West Dallas knows Butch, um, and let me paint this starry, Dallas Pegasus mural on a, a tiny street called Beeville that it doesn't even exist anymore um, and that was my first you know major mural project that we did back in 2014 um, I had done smaller mural works and smaller kind of mural commissions in the past, but she really helped hook me up to the opportunity to put something in a more public space as part of this exhibit uh, back in 2014 um, and it just made me realize how much public mural work and public-facing artwork was something I loved. I loved the interaction with the community. I loved, I was at that time teaching high school art. I loved that my students could come out and interact and learn more about art without having to go to a museum or having to go to a gallery space. So I loved that not only was Aaron creating this gallery space and this creative movement in West Dallas, but she was also providing these other opportunities for artists like me who were looking to flex new muscles and looking to, to try new things like a giant wall, galaxy Pegasus mural. Mm-hmm. And then she, she's actually who connected me with Butch as well uh, for that project space I was talking about so that the platform was actually right next door to Aaron Cooley Gallery. So again, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't have been able to even experiment and try this weird we called it a project house, but that would have never happened if not, but for Erin Cluley, you know, providing more opportunities for artists to try new things in West Alice. And it's I just feel like it's snowballed since then. She was a big part of Art Walk West starting eight years ago. Um, she was a huge advocate of us adding the murals as part of the Art Walk um, and adding more public art to the to the area. So she really has just helped create this engine, this movement of creative spaces, Tin district studios, project spaces, all existing within this very small quarter mile radius here in West Dallas, which is so fun to see because I feel like we're losing some of that in the, the deep ellums or the other, you know, Oak cliff areas that maybe are just changing with the times and we're losing some of the, the authentic art making, the authentic creative processes that I think Tin district West Dallas very much still has currently, and then yeah, the, uh, the off the wall show. That's a it was a cool collaboration between the three of us because Jay, uh, myself, and Stephanie, who goes by S.M. Sands, were all three typically mural artists. So we we love being in the public sphere. We love creating work that is accessible, um, and this show was a way to to group us together as muralists, but to to push us and what is the what's the work that we're privately making in our studios that maybe fits more of that gallery setting um, and providing the space to show that that even muralists can be multifaceted. You can have different parts of your practice and not be pigeonholed into one thing, like you're only allowed to make large-scale murals. Like, absolutely not. If If you're wanting to create sculpture, if you're wanting to create beautiful mosaic work like Jay does, you know, you can still do that and do it in a a gallery setting like like Cluley Projects, which is super focused on regional. How can you promote the regional? How can you promote North Texas or Texas artists who are who are doing the stuff here? So we got two North Texas and one Austin, just mm-hmm. to show the variety of some of the muralists.
0: Yeah, this show is interesting because Jay Muzak, his work are is tile mosaics, which generally represent um, some feature or some function of spray paint cans uh, which is you know a pretty obvious reference to street art but the materials are like not are so much slower than <laughs> than uh, spray paint uh, that takes a lot more time it's way less immediate I imagine to set a mosaic and then Stephanie as you say also uh, goes by SM Sands her paintings on view actually do look quite similar to her murals um, but they fit in a painting and they're just like, I don't know, they feel more narrative or soft. They feel they've also got some uh, drawing over them so the texture and the tonality of the painting is just a little different than a mural which tends to be like more bold, solid, separate colors. Um, And then your work Also, interestingly, is not flat at all in this show. Um, There is a collaborative mural wall painting you did with Stephanie that incorporates your kind of graphic motifs with her figure drawing. But in this show, what you have are your usual motifs, black and white, cacti, uh,
1: what do you call those? I usually like say surrealist cacti petals or cactus forms, Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: And um, you have a number of motifs that you paint in and that you illustrate and put on all of your work, uh, whether it's t-shirts or product design or murals. Um, You have like kind of a library of motifs and imagery that you use. Here, it's pretty heavily the cacti petals. but you're sculpting them instead of painting them. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so uh, sculpture has been a really exciting new venture for me probably the last couple years. Uh, As you said, my motifs are typically like high contrast, uh, like highly designed, sometimes minimalistic, but highly designed flat 2D works. Um, And just working, you know, I'm super inspired by my friends and colleagues who are also making art here in North Texas. So um, seeing a lot, some of my friends who are doing these crazy sculpture things just kept me going of how could I bring that three-dimensional form into my own work. Uh, and so it's been really fun to play with how do my you know 2D cactus that people are used to seeing on the streets of Davis Street and Singleton, how can I take that and bring it into a three-dimensional space? Uh, so I started doing some wood cutouts a couple years ago, where I was, you know, hand cutting wood, um, and then I would manipulate the wood, paint the wood, resin the wood. Um, but it still felt very two-dimensional. It would be like a 2D wood cutout hanging on the wall, and that was kind of that intermediate space. And then. Um, I learned some skills from a sculptor friend who uh, works in kind of unconventional materials and I helped assist her on a a couple of her large-scale projects with some of these materials and she just helped push me to do it for myself and how can I use epoxy doughs and resins and some of these different foam materials to create my same cactus shapes.
0: Your... um your work is often like it feels very properly sealed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and very like uh resin comes to mind i just i don't know i was so awestruck when i saw you at the soft opening for the show just this past weekend and um i was just wondering what's the base form of these little these cute little cactus petals they're asymmetrical Mm -hmm. they're very like they all kind of have the shape of the interior of your palm, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're pleasant to look at and pleasant to like touch. Uh, Not that, not that I'm grabbing them off the wall or anything. Um, And you said, I was like, are they wood? They felt solid, but also light. And you said epoxy dough. Yes. Epoxy
1: dough. Blew my mind. Yep.
0: (laughs) What, I mean, I just wanted to give you some air to talk to say why, You chose it because I just feel like it's the perfect material.
1: I agree. I feel like it is an awesome material to work with. It's perfect for what I'm trying to accomplish, um, especially as these sculptures get larger and heavier. You know, ceramic or some other metal would be too costly and and too heavy for me to work with at the capacity I need to. Um, So, yeah, epoxy dough from anyone in North Texas knows a weird supply store of Reynolds. um, And Reynolds is where... They have all sorts of weird silicones, epoxies, um, resins, foams. Um, And I did some exploration with my friend uh, who's very knowledgeable in these kind of different materials. Um, And yeah, it's a two-part epoxy dough that uh, I basically learned how to use while assisting her on some of her larger scale sculptures. Because I definitely wouldn't have been able to figure it out without an expert helping me through it. Um, and then using those skills to now apply it to my my own imagery. But yeah, two-part, it's called a, it's like a free-form air epoxy dough. Um, they have the non-air version that's a little denser, uh, but this, the free-form air is, is awesome. So I can make some of these bigger cacti and they'll hang on the wall and I'm not worried about them falling out without a thousand anchor points.
0: Some of these works for this show, it's... Uh a new venture of sculpture for you. Some of them are small, self-contained, but I know you told me you have aspirations to actually keep growing the size of the form and maybe even bring it onto the floor. Absolutely. Um, So again, just on the topic of epoxy dough, Uh this like aerated material that uh, cures very just very agreeably <laughs> um and then you can kind of stick it wherever because it's not that heavy so i feel like you're being modest in this show because you're going to really like blow it like hit it out of the park when you get Even bigger.
1: That's the goal. So, uh, I did my first sculpture venture was like a year ago, Uh, a year and a half ago. I did a small show at Cold Soda in Oak Cliff, which is like a locally run by Daniel Yanez little tiny Oak Cliff gallery. Um, And those were all very small scale sculptures. So, they were all like eight inches, 10 inches, and smaller. Um, And so, once I felt comfortable in that realm, that's when I really want to push it up a little bit. Um, and so for this show, uh, I completed my biggest one, which is about 45 inches now. So we're quadrupling the size um, because I do want these to start taking up more space in a gallery setting. Because once you once you put that 10-inch sculpture on a, on a gallery wall or in your living room wall, the 12-foot wall eats that tiny sculpture. And so I'm hoping I can now grow these as I gain more skills and grow these in size and as the name of the show is off the walls i really do hope to be like fully off the walls in the next year or two and be able to have something that is a you know fully 360 form experience as a sculpture um and not be stuck to that 2d wall space 2D wood cutout space these are now wall sculptures that are still hanging on the wall I would really love to be at a a place where these are existing as a a fully 3D 360 form in space and I think as these grow that's the that's the goal I
0: want to give people the opportunity to interact with this show and see what you're up to is there anything you want to plug
1: I mean, absolutely. So, uh, the show's going to be up for three weeks. It'll be closing on October 22nd and that is on purpose. That is, uh, the same day as Art Walk West. So the eighth annual Art Walk West is October 22nd from 11 AM to 5 PM. Uh, that is when people can come out, all the open studios in Tin district. We're going to have 12 new murals for Wild West Mural Fest. Um, and then galleries like Clulee Projects, 500X, Row 2R, Deisha Board, they'll all be open as part of this art walk. Um, and so people who weren't able to see the opening of our show off the walls, that'd be a great opportunity to not only see the show, but see what other stuff is going on in West Dallas. Uh, the gallery itself, Clulee Projects, uh, will not only be open for the show, but they're actually bringing Jay up from, from Austin, and he'll have a little pop up outside and he'll be doing some mosaic workshops if people are curious how that happens and how he does his work. So he invites you know community members out to, to see how he does his mosaic work and have a little workshop during that day. And then I think the official closing um, will be right after the art walk. So then from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll have some champagne to celebrate and just be able to see the show before she closes. Um, the mural that Stephanie and I did together was a site-specific mural just for Clulee projects. The design was actually intended for a, a Oak Cliff mural that we were going to do together a year ago. Um, and that project ended up falling through because the landlord didn't love the design, and we said we weren't going to change anything about it because we loved it so much. Um, and, and it worked out perfectly, so we could install it here, site-specific mural. Um, so that's my big push, is if anybody wants to see that mural, You have now until the 22nd uh, before we buff the wall out for the next gallery show.
0: Yeah, so come to Clulee Projects off Sylvan in Dallas before October 22nd. And be sure to check off the walls. Um, Well, Will, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. We look forward to the premiere, the opening of the Meow Wolf Grapevine location, and we'll all be sure to make it to Art Walk West uh, later this month.
1: Awesome. Can't wait to see y'all.